I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin, who created... I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Chino Liao at your service for another Thursday live stream. It's our second to the last live stream of the year. Uh, that's because, syempre, yung friends and producers natin at PNA mag-holiday break din sila um, right after next week. So, you know, we, we hope na things will kind of slow down. But as we saw this week, clearly hindi natutulog ang balita. The news cycle keeps on trucking along, holidays notwithstanding. So, we're here to break it all down for you. But first, um, as you may have noticed, wala tayong ASH on duty for tonight. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Rowan ha- Rowan has school. Emil Ash has some some loving to get to. So, so yeah, it, it's Christmas. So let's let's let them have their fun. Yeah, uh, we're we're just happy that uh, we still get to do the live stream. I know that you know Rowan Chino, they're not exactly a hundred percent right now. So to everybody in the comments, uh, bear with us. We're doing the best we can, and we hope that traffic has been kind to you. Sana meron na Christmas bonus kahit papano. And that, you know, everything is uh, just working out fine. Sana makawidin kayo ng maayos. You know, Carmageddon is a very real thing during the holidays. So, I mean, God bless everybody out there. Yeah, yeah. It's a mess. It's a lot. Anyway, uh, before we get to all of the mess and the news that we have to talk about for this week, uh, let's tell you a bit about uh, how you can be part of our growing Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community na low-key, ano na rin, pa-Christmas nyo na rin sa amin sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last Sunday morning, we just had our deadline watch party. It was a small one, but you know, it was a live watch party nonetheless. Uh, yun yung huling hirit ng WWE Network in the Philippines. I'll be honest, we'll be honest, we don't know how we're gonna do things moving forward next year, kasi syempre Disney Plus and all that. It's not the most reliable at the moment. Sana it gets better, but also most of you already have it. We'll be here for AEW, we'll have NJPW mm-hmm. as well. We'll do a small NJPW viewing party of Wrestle Kingdom 
17 on in a couple of weeks, in a few weeks. So if you want to be a part of that, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars or you know around 275 right now i i'm about to yeah 275 right now you get access to our discord community where we talk about wrestling sports uaap uh sneakers all that good stuff tv shows henry cavill all that good stuff and where we also have the watch parties Uh, we get exclusive review content of tv shows pay-per-views and live events here and you also get merch um our pasabais are coming soon uh, i think our wwe shop hall is about to come in and uh our aw shop and uh pro wrestling tees hall is about to come in in a couple of weeks so if you were a part of the podcast patreon you got you could have been a part of that as well again patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars all right also Oh yes, yeah. Chino. Sorry, we have a few things in the works for our wrestling wrestling podcast Patreon community. A little watch party here and there, a little merch here and there. So guys, indeed I haven't did a down plate but if you guys really want in on this exclusivity and having my watch party, jump right in on the Patreon. Yeah, uh no, it's Chahana. It's also, you know, your support for us if you like what we do. Let's talk about uh, yung nasa ulo ng nagbabagang balita. And uh, we woke up to this news. Some of you fell asleep to this news. Mandy Rose uh, has been released by WWE. This was reported by Fightful.com. And wala pang 24 hours after niyang uh, matalo as NXT Women's Champion. And according to yung article on Fightful.com, it's because of the content that Mandy Rose had been posting on her fan time page. So that is her uh, subscription page. According to the article... The company felt it was outside the parameters or the limits of her contract. We don't really know anything else other than this, other than what's being reported right now. And a lot of people have a lot to say on social media, as I'm sure Kayoren in the comments. Um, ako, I'm just repeating kung ano yung available na bilang balita. So I'm going to turn it over to the guys here, Sina Ro and Chino, to get their thoughts out. Chino, I'm going to start with you. What was your instant reaction when you saw this news this morning? It's um very surprising that first of all it's it's very sudden that they decided to let her go over her content that was on her personal subscription page. From what I've been reading, hindi pa sila sure kung dapat release na si Mandy Rose. Now, if that were the case, it's a very snap judgment on WWE management's part to release her just like that. Wala man lang warning, wala man lang issues or suspension and like uh, a straight firing seems very abrupt here and honestly while I am happy for Roxy rub from the title win I don't know if this was the right direction for them to go with just letting her go like that Igaro instant reactions okay I'm gonna break a few hearts here especially Glenn Dales because he's really angry about this but uh, technically there's nothing wrong with what they did with what WWE did because Remember, these. this is still a family-friendly company trying to put out family-friendly content, trying to reach families. And there's a reason why they stopped doing the Playboy things. There's a reason why they stopped you know, letting their, their female wrestlers go nude on Playboy. People are arguing that they sexualized Mandy and then they let her go because she 
ended up leaning towards the sexuality and actually posted news of herself in her premium subscription service. We have to remember that sexualization is not the same thing as outright posting explicit content. You can be sexualized, you can be suggestive without actually crossing that line. But to actually cross that line, medyo ibang, ibang territory na yan. And uh, WWE knew about the premium subscription service. And I think they were willing to allow it for as long as it didn't cross over into at least softcore porn territory. So, yun nga, as I said, the crossover to that kind of territory, if you saw the leaks, I'm sure you were able to find them. They did kind of show more than a bit of skin that is, than what is usually allowed for the talents in WWE. So, yun. People are also comparing this to Pages leaks from a few years back. Exactly. Pages leaks were an invasion of her privacy. Yeah. Those were not meant to be seen by the public. Those were not meant to be used for or sold for commercial purposes. And it's not like he she was actively posting them, you know, to make bank. Right? So again, you can't use that argument. The only bad thing about this is what Chino said, yeah, if it was a sudden decision by WWE to let her go without you know, giving her a chance to prove anything or to at least tone down the content, maybe that's where the problem is. But as far as whether or not the terms of her employment were violated, I think they were violated here. And my opinion on this is if she makes more money not hurting herself and just, you know, oh. feeding the fantasies of a bunch of, uh, I'm not going to say the I word, but a bunch of, of male fans, more power to her. Because that is way more safe and that's not going to leave you a vegetable at the end of your career. Uh, you know, if we could all make money doing just that, then that would be great. More power to her. Because According to a report, she makes more money from that alone compared to what she's making from her WWE contract. Damn, that's a lot of money. Kung yung atalaga, di ba? Lata man ng jobs natin, di ba? There are contracts that we sign, di ba? Agreements we get into. And I guess based on yung ni report, it really came down to the premium subscription service not being aligned with yung terms ng kontrata niya. And if that's the case, then. The employer does reserve the right, but to terminate the, that contract, exactly. like that's th- those are standard terms in any contract that you sign, right? With every brand that you represent, like whether you come in as like a content creator, an influencer, a talent, or an outright employee. So, I think that's something that a lot of people seem to be for- forgetting, conveniently or not conveniently. But yeah, um, just something to think about as this news really sets in, because nagagulat sa sa totoo lang lahat tayo na windang, ba? When this news came out. China, I mean, any other they, thoughts you want to get out there? They put the women's division of NXT on her shoulders, and she's been doing quite a good job carrying it so far in how many every days she's been championed. So it's pretty shocking that they've taken it, they've taken it off an established bet, vet like Mandy and put it on the shoulders of somebody like Roxy, who, while is very talented, is also very young. So it'll also be interesting to see how this story moves forward. And also, with regards to the rest of Toxic Attraction, I, I really have a hard time picturing Gigi and JC work without a leader there present. Like, I don't know if they're established enough to go on their own here. But 
Again, I could be wrong. Sige, uh, let, let's, get, let's get to that first. Ro, saan pupulutin si Gigi and JC post Mandy's release? They appeared on the main roster uh, as a tag team, right? So I think kaya naman nila. Like, to be honest, Mandy wasn't, was only the leader because she was the most exposed as a star there. So this point, at, they were approaching a point na halos equal na silang lahat. So I think Gigi and JC could still take it from there and still be toxic attraction and still retain the spirit of their, of their faction. So I don't mind them just carrying on. I think they don't lose that much. They lose a leader, yes, but the entire point of the gimmick is still there. Mm-hmm. Eto, sagutin natin tong tanong ni Julian. Uh, what can you say about the supposed double standard regarding Mandy's release and people comparing it to Riddle reportedly violating the wellness policy? I wouldn't compare it to the wellness policy thing. I would compare it to his... Uh, not mountains, but handful of cases currently in the air. So that's still a thing. And oh. I am actually pretty surprised that they managed to keep him despite that, despite allegations uh, coming up and more than one uh, Bagupa, this year. So that's way more problematic. And I think they both should have gotten punished for that. Mm-hmm. Chino. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, on one hand, I want to say na parang, oh, but you addict Tapos, diba? I want to play that blame game and point that finger. But then I also understand that addiction is a sickness. So parang ayoko naman sabihin yun without just knowing how, how to move forward from this. Ang sa akin lang is, it's not a comparable thing for me because they're oh, their own independent case. So right now, my concern really is for Mandy, who number one, lost her job and had this sudden change in her career. So, you know, yung I don't really want to compare them like that. To answer Leah's question on the non-compete clause, uh, it depends on what her contract was because some of them work NXT but uh, have the main roster contract, right? And if that's the case, then they have the 90-day no-compete clause. That's a standard thing. But if uh, her contract got realigned to an NXT contract, then baka 30 days lang yung non-compete clause. Niya. Again, di natin alam. Usually, if you come from the main roster, there's no way you're getting downgraded to an NXT contract. It's unfair to you then to take a pay cut just because uh, they decided to put you on NXT. So the assumption here is that there is a 90-day no-compete no clause. But again, it doesn't really matter because she's making bank with uh, pictures. And I believe, I don't know, uh, this is conjecture on my part, but I think she wanted to keep doing that anyway because there's I think if, if there's anyone that you guys should be mad at, it's probably the people who are leaking these things. Because technically, sila from the content creator. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, hindi tama yun, guys. Like, you know, to actually go out and, yeah, it's, uh, and leak it's that stuff. It's $30 away from Mandy Rose. So, parang bagay din. You wouldn't yeah. download a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, this next bit is about Vince McMahon's reported comeback. So I'm going to let Ro and Chino take it from here. All right. So, uh, while Stan is getting put backstage. So you might have heard the news making the rounds. Oh, Vince McMahon is preparing for a WWE comeback. He claims that he got some bad intel from his close advisors who advised him to step down five months ago. So he says, or he thinks that he could have stayed in position and let the whole thing blow over, which is 
definitely not true because as we got this news, there was also yet another accusation levied against him. So it definitely definitely would not have blown over. It's, it's funny because uh, to me, again, very succession vibey here. Uh, again, the background on what I'm talking about here. The show is about a megalomaniac patriarch of a rich multimedia family who is starting to lose his mind and as a result has entered into a power play with his children. You see the juxtaposition of what I just said right there? There's an entire arc in one of the seasons where the patriarch tries to get power back from his kids and Oh my God, it really is just art imitating life at this point. It's so funny to watch if you know what I'm talking about here. It's lang, Vince should know better by now that his company is actually in great hands. People are actually watching this thing. You know, we actually care about wrestling now. I actually care about what's happening now. You know, so I don't know if this is really the smartest thing for, for uh, him to do. Right. The second part of this news is that people don't actually want him back for the same reasons yes. you stated. People have gone on to describe in the months since he left that it was really a bad working environment under him. Talagang mahirap ang buhay sa regime niya. And it's true. It really is true. And to the point where, to the point that you mentioned that he should know better, he doesn't know better. He is the king of misreading the room. He doesn't know. He apparently does not have that kind of self awareness. It doesn't matter what everybody else wants as long as he gets what he wants. We've seen that with the Daniel Bryan push. We've seen that through. Roman Reigns continuing and John Cena continuing to stay face. We've seen that a lot of times. So uh, we've seen that now with his sexual uh, violence allegations. He wants to get his way. So uh, the people who advise him to stay away and to step down and stay away are actually right. Um, Yeah, they were actually trying to save him at that point. So I don't know why he thinks that Mali yung ginawanya. Uh, it's a very tone-deaf way of going about things. But then and again, it's very in, in vogue, on vogue for Vince McMahon here. Yep, it really is. Uh, it really is mind-boggling, but also not mind-boggling when you think about it. And I think we're all in agreement here in uh, best to stay away. I think nobody has a, or you know, very few people, If I guess if you're a Vince McMahon psychophant like uh, Kevin Dunn or whatever, or Bruce Pritchard, right? Those are the people who want him back. But on the whole, WWE is a lot better off without him. Anything else to add? Yeah, you know, I mean, he's, he's left his company in good hands. He has established his name in the world of wrestling. You know, he's, he already has a legacy to protect. I think he's just bored, you know, at this point. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, retirement is not easy, you know. You can't yeah. play golf every day, you know. I mean, you got you got all that money, so you yeah. can't be bored. It's hard to be bored. But anyway, Yun, we are all in agreement. Please stay away, Vince McMahon. Let's bring Stan back, uh, Babyface producer Mike, and let's move on from this. Yeah, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about Matt Riddle uh, reportedly being written off TV for reasons. We'll also talk about Sasha Banks and Triple H and some stuff that actually went down in the ring after a quick word from our other podcasts. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, let's get to some shout outs over on Kumu. I would if there were any. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty slow night on Kumu. Uh, very few people watching us at the moment. But keep smashing those hearts, guys. Uh, Saying hey to Anaya Kelly, Chris Sanchago, Jerry ZZZ, Crystal Ball, Eric De La Rosa, Alan Alba 001, KP underscore 1KSB0V. Definitely not bot generated there. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we have 1,635 likes at the moment. Please keep smashing those hearts and letting people know that you like the wrestling talk here on Kumu. Yon, uh, habang may Kumu pa, habang may buhay pa. All right, uh, let's move on uh, and uh, talk about this next bit. And it involves Matt Riddle, who reportedly got written off TV after that attack from Solo Sikoa because uh, reports are that he failed a second drug test. And ang sabi sabi rin daw ng balita, it was an MJ that was found in his system. So it's re- being reported that he'll be out for like five to six weeks because ang sabi sabi rin nila is that he has to enter rehab and complete the program bago pa siya makabalik. So, Chino, let's start with you. What do you think about how this all? All went down. Is this surprising to hear? It is not surprising to hear, given Riddle's history. We know in the past he's been very vocal about his drug use, despite it being, you know, played off like comedy. He's been very vocal about it. So parang hindi naman nakatago yon. It's just that the fact that he let it get out of control like that. Is pretty messy for me because if you know your company drug tests on a regular basis, did dapat marunong ka na din magingat, diba? Like, like he should have have at least been smart enough to to know that. Pero yun, like I said at the top of the cast, addiction is a disease, you know. So it's not like he has control over it, so to speak. So parang at that point, but at the same time, all of this is just for him. It's just very, very messy. Zero. Yeah. I am not surprised about this. It does look like, you know, Matt Riddle is the kind of guy who would take all sorts of substances. It might also explain why he has such problematic behavior. I am just kind of sad that it took this to get him some help. wellness policy violation when there have been issues brought up against him. So that is kind of a a fail here from uh, from the Triple H regime. So when he does come back, I hope he comes back after he has 
hurdled all his issues at the moment. So that's all I'm going to say about it. At this point, people are going to miss him, but not so much because I believe the raw mid-card or the raw roster as a whole has developed to the point where a lot of people are must-see and you can kind of, not to say that they're dispensable or anything, but you can replace one cog in the wheel with another cog who's just as good and who can be, who can get over here. Yeah, I think ang idadagdag ko lang is yung priority is for Matt Riddle to get healthy, for him to really get everything in order and make sure that you know his mental health, his emotional health, his physical health, they're all in a good spot before he comes back. Because you know if hindi naman na addressing issues, diba? we've seen this with previous generations of wrestlers na napapabayaan yung yung mental health or yung emotional health or and everything just subsequently falls apart. And I really hope that Matt Riddle doesn't add to that long list of names that have come before him. So, you know, I, I just really hope he gets better. That, that's really it from us. Yeah, at the end of the day, you remember, you see a case like this, and you remember names like Jeff Hardy, like Kurt Angle, even, who succumbed to addiction. It's, it's a very sad thing to see that it's a very real part of, of wrestling. Sana maayos din niya yung condition niya and he doesn't add to the, that growing list of things. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's talk about Sasha Banks. She's reportedly be, uh, booked for New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 17. Nakung totoo this is huge because, you know, stardom has already been legitimized diba, with the IWGP Women's Championship. I mean, more legit than they already are. The fact that they're already on the same shows as the the men's, men's stars in New Japan. But to have Sasha Banks be part of Wrestle Kingdom 17 is huge. And the second part of this news is the writers are reporting that Sasha Banks is probably done with WWE kung ganon because it, it seems like she's ready to move on which is explaining this new direction and probably why it took so long for any updates because it's been, what, seven months since Sasha and Naomi were last seen on WWE TV. So again, these are all speculations palang. So, bro, what do you make of a Sasha Banks potential appearance at Wrestle Kingdom? Let's clarify first that hindi not rumored to be a match uh, at this point in time we are three weeks away from Wrestle Kingdom, and it's kind of hard to put in a match for the card, especially when you already have a women's match booked. So right now, the rumors are it's just an appearance. Maybe she'll pop in to say, hey, I'm here. Although I do know she wants to be in Japan, so that is a big win for her. I like that for her. Um, you can't stay in the WWE bubble for so long. It's the Juice Robinson um, excursion for me that I think is what's happening here. And I know people want her back in WWE, but you know, if she wants to branch out and learn something new, learn a different style, wrestle a different style, I'm all for this. I especially love it when wrestlers travel to wrestle. So, mabuhay siya, mabuhay ang kanyang pangarap. Ikaw, Chino, where do you see Sasha Banks fitting in pag nag-New Japan nga siya? She, she brings a different style to, to the Joshi style that Stardom has. Eh. You know, she, her style is much showier, as you could say. New Japan or star, Stardom at this point is probably more akin to the poorest that 
people have gone to know it for. And well, yes, it's an accustomed style. It'll be interesting to see how this more mainstream wrestler like Sasha is able to keep up with this new style that she's going to have to become accustomed to. Because a lot of wrestlers in the past who've gone on excursion to Japan will tell you that you, when you wrestle in Japan, you have to learn fast. Otherwise, you get beat up quick. So, sana ganun din yung mangyayari sa kanya. Because, like Ro said, I, I'm with Ro here. I feel like you need to get as much experience outside your little bubble as possible. So, if she wants to do Japan, if she feels like Japan is where she needs to be right now, then go for it. Let me ask you both this, uh, Ro first. Which would be bigger for New Japan slash stardom? Chris Jericho coming over in 2018 or Sasha Banks potentially showing up in 2023? Uh, that's a good question. Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho was big, but you've already seen Chris Jericho in New Japan before, so that wasn't like super unprecedented. It was just a sur- it was just a surprise of this guy has been with WWE for the past eighteen years, about nineteen years. Sasha Banks is completely a WWE product, which happened with Indies before that, and because the women's division in NGPW is so unprecedented for now or as of now i think that poaching a big star from somewhere else to potentially uh be the foundation for this division along with Kyrie, is going to be big and i think despite the recency bias i think this is bigger Igalcino, what do you think i agree i am going to also say sasha Simply because stardom right now is trying to establish itself as the premier Joshi promotion in Japan. And it's trying to reach a much larger audience, kind of like what New Japan is doing right now. And with a mainstream talent like Sasha Banks, mas malaking bagay yun, especially since Tama si Glendale. Chris Jericho was announced. This Sasha thing is still a rumor. Diba? Parang wala pang announcement from New Japan side. So kung totoo man to, mas mag-build yung buzz ng uh, stardom. So I'm gonna say Sasha Banks for it. Yeah, in the words of Ben and Ben, masyado pang maaga. So kalma muna tayo. Let's wait for January 4 or whenever Sasha decides to show up at Wrestle Kingdom or, or in a New Japan slash stardom show. All right, last bit of news from outside the ring. You guys wanted us to talk about it. So we are... Uh, May Balibalita na Triple H is reportedly underwhelmed with a few returning WWE stars. I, I'm not really sure which returning stars yung pinatutungkulan dito because I didn't really see any names. Did you see any wrote sa mga articles? See, uh, I saw the tweet from WrestleVotes. WrestleVotes broke this uh, news, a rumor, last night. And all he mentioned were some of the stars the Triple H brought back over the summer. So, uh, the later uh, stars hindi counted dito. So, I'm guessing you can point to the people who kind of fizzled out since coming back. Your carrion crosses and your hit rows, While it's fair to say that in, you know, presentation-wise, they are underwhelming, it's also because they were put there with very little, or in some people's case, very terrible creative support. Like, I'm sure Karrion Cross would definitely underwhelm if he won a match with uh, a via pepper spray, diba? Right? I'm sure Hit Row would underwhelm if you brought them back for the return pop and then not really put them in a in, in an engaging story. So I think 
this is unfair for Triple H. I think this is a bad Vince-ism that he is taking on, if it's true. You can't rely on themselves to carry themselves. Right? It's not, not everyone is CM Punk. Not everyone is Brian Danielson. So you got to support them. And you can't call them underwhelming. And then you can't punish them for being underwhelming if you didn't try to make them at least whelming in the first place. Ikaw, Chino, would you trust like a tweet coming from an account like WrestleVotes kung ganito yung content na pinag-usapan natin? Kasi, you, you know, we're, we're talking about like, uh, the, I guess, the stability of the pushes of some of these returning stars who had just gotten rehired. I mean, traditionally, no, because we know what Twitter is like. But WrestleVotes has had a track record of putting out legitimate news naman. So parang... Yes, it it's it's kind of dubious na ganyan yung balitang lumalabas. But then at the same time the person tweeting it seems to have pretty legitimate sources. Ang sa akin lang is if this is really the case, maybe Triple H might want to put the brakes a little bit on the call-ups and the comebacks here. Kasi kung na-underwhelmed siya dun sa mga tinatawag niya, calling more people back is not going to solve that problem diba it's not it's like adding more water to a sinking ship kumbaga so parang hindi ko hindi so sana isipin na lang niya moving forward kung to work with what he has mhm um any other thoughts here before we move to stuff inside the ring you know naman just you know don't punish them Work hard for them. It's not fair to. performance. You have to back them with good creative. All right. Let's go to stuff that actually happened in the ring. Some creative stuff on Raw. We saw Alexa Bliss defeat Bailey to emerge as the new, new number one contender to Bianca Belair's Raw Women's Championship. And we're also seeing some shades of Bray here. And Ro, I know you're not a big fan of this. So what do you make of this flashes of the Bray Wyatt vibe on Alexa again? Uh, I hate it. Um, sorry, uh, I hate it. You know how I was so disappointed in MJF not completely turning face. This is the same thing. Um, parang okay, wala na tayong maisip for Alexa Bliss and I get that she probably wants this because to her it's pretty compelling but it's so not good for me. It's, it's so not compelling. I, I what will make it compelling work. for you? I don't know. Not this gimmick for sure. Um, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want it. Maybe if she was a better actress, okay lang. But I didn't like the way she acted because before with this like i don't know to me it's i don't want to criticize her that much but i just don't think she has the chops for this i don't think she has the gravitas that bray wyatt brings to that kind of character you know it's just you know it's just not hitting for me as much as i wanted to hit it's just not and i wish they found something else for her and i wish she found something else for herself you know Igo Chino, does this sports entertain you it does, yes. Uh, unlike Ro, I do like this kind of wrestling, this kind of storytelling. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm all for it. does pique my interest, however, especially because I saw this tweet over the weekend that just really popped me. It was a clip from Scary Movie 3 where Regina King was fighting a ghost. And then the caption was like, Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. <laughs> it's, it's funny. You should see it. It's funny. Yeah. So Pang, I, uh, I do want to know where this is going, especially because this Bray Wyatt that we're getting is supposed to be a different Bray Wyatt from The Fiend and from the cult leader. So in extension, it only makes sense that this will also be a different Alexa Bliss. 
Like it won't be the same demon election bliss that we've been getting. Hopefully. I mean, I could be wrong still. But hopefully, Dunya did papuntayon. If they are going to try it again with her, I hope they give her a fair shake. I hope they let her actually, you know, showcase her properly and let her do her thing instead of just sticking her in the fridge again. All right. People in the comments are also mentioning Asuka's uh, change in her look this week. Talk about it next week, na if there are bigger changes. Because so far, you know, um, it, it's still very much the same Asuka, just a little more subdued, wala lang face paint, but you know, she still has the mist and everything. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Gotta talk about Bobby Lashley though, because nakita natin this week that he went apeshit and he got fired by Adam Pierce and then he got unfired. So. What's going on here with Bobby Lashley? Chino, what do you make of... Wait, wait, wait. wait. How did he get unfired? Oh, Adam Pierce put out a... Uh, a video. exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Announced which looks like it. Where he's announcing that he's He basically said, in the heat of the moment, I said he was fired, but he's not really fired. That's what a basically lame, what he said. <laughs> what a lame way to write Adam Pearce. I know. I mean, he, was, he was already bad as an authority figure, and now it is. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's break it down, boys. So Adam Pierce fires Bobby Lashley, and then about a day or two later, appears on Twitter to say, wait, heat in the moment, not fired. Yeah. He basically said, in the heat of the moment, I may have said he was fired, but he's not really fired. However, there will still be repercussions. So, bumabalik na naman tayo sa old Adam Pierce, where he's all wishy-washy and one minute may backbone siya, and then the next he, he's just going back on his word. It is official. It's very it's not, a, very it's not official. It's very very weird for me to see this happening here. If they're trying to make Bobby look like a go on a hero's arc here this is the worst possible way to do it because it's very contrived it's starting to look very contrived at this point Grave. Uh, God I mean like why not commit to the bit like I know yes obviously he's still you know after that after that he's still gonna be um, he's still gonna be contracted and employed to WWE but uh, you know at least make it work make it work a little harder like it's December and you have until the Royal Rumble to work this angle. So why not work the angle? So what a, what a, what a miss here. So what a big miss. And the evolution of Adam Pierce continues. And people are right. At least he didn't Rick roll us again. <laughs> yes, that, that, that did happen for those of you who uh, weren't updated on Adam Pierce's shenanigans. All right, let's cross over to NXT and talk about some happy stuff. Booker T getting really emotional this week because his girl Roxanne Perez not only won the Iron Survivor Challenge, but she's now NXT Women's Champion. And just a year ago, this woman was the ROH Women's Champion. So uh, to see how far she's come in such a short time, uh, it's it's huge for 21-year-old Roxanne Perez. Obviously, everybody's happy for her. And I guess the timing, now that we know what we know about uh, Mandy Rose and uh, the, the release, I guess this was the only way to go about it, wasn't it? Yeah, they had an out then. I, I believe the release was a last-minute decision. And the championship win was pretty much as well a last-minute decision. So couldn't have gone to a better uh, person. I, I think only Indy Hartwell deserved it more. Roxanne is like the one of the best wrestlers they have in that division. So um, well-deserved it. Man. 
I don't think this is going to be a long reign. Uh, you know, babyface reign and all that. I don't think she's going to be a brawn breaker for the women. So it's a nice feel good moment at the very least. Igao Chino, any bets on who knocks Roxanne off her perch and how long it'll take before that happens? Indy's a good bet because uh, she's going on that heel arc, right? You know, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the see Zoe Stark is also there. I don't know, man. It, like for me, when Roxanne won, I mean, there was this video that came out on Twitter where she was in a clip from Total Divas and she was thirteen. She was thirteen in that clip, and she was talking to Natalia and, and them in that Total Divas clip. And ganun lang, ganun yung emphasis ng kabataan niya. So it'll be interesting to see how somebody that young actually carries a division. But if she's mm-hmm. supposed to be the main person in that division, it'll be interesting to see how she does that moving forward. Yeah, um, I got a lot of messages after Roxanne's win asking, Pinoy bato, Pinoy bato. Like, people really want to know. I guess people want to get their Pinoy pride on. And I'm really sad to tell you that I don't think she is Pinoy. <laughs> Danny Limelight tweeted after her win. So he tweeted the, the Puerto Rican flag. So it does seem that she is Puerto Rican. Pinoy. I, I can tell you that. Uh, I, I suspected it myself. She has the looks, but she is not. Yes, uh, yes, Glendale, she is, is the youngest. Nina si Page, yung youngest NXT women's champion. Yeah. I mean, if you want to root for a Pinoy champion, you have Shotzi or Kaden or uh, Joaquin Kaden Wild, actually, right? Uh, actually a Pinoy champion. Yeah, Kaden is a half Pinoy champion. So you have her, diba? We have her. All right, uh, let's go to the men's side the man of the Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, friend of the podcast and our boy Grayson Waller is the men's Iron Survivor. And let me just say that Iron Survivor Challenge for the men was a hell of a match. Sobrang ganda talaga from start to finish. And how Grayson Waller's entire arc during the match was just chef's kiss for the character. Yeah, uh, deserve it. Um, he's been putting in the work. For a while now, for quite a bit, ever since uh, the feud with um, with, uh, Apollo Apollo? Cruz. Yeah, yeah, Apollo Cruz. It's been really good. It's been really fun watching him. And he's been hard work. So I like this. I don't know if he's going to take the championship away from Braun Breaker. They really, really like Braun Breaker over there. But it is a nice rub. Does uh, this legitimize Grayson Waller for you, Chino? Oh, yeah, definitely. Listen, when we were talking to FKA Matty uh, Wahlberg here last year, I did not even expect to see him on American soil, let alone on NXT. And when he popped out, I wait, this is a smaller guy. He might not actually have the time to shine in NXT. And yet to see his arc moving forward, to see how they played to his strengths and to uh, how he emphasized his smarminess throughout it all was actually very, very surprising. And it was a very beautiful thing to watch it unfold. He was a relative unknown, and now he's the number one contender for the NXT title. So he didn't expect the Mananalo siya, but when the ma- as the match progressed, the gulat ako na yung arc na binigay nila kay Grayson Waller. And it's just, again, very surprising in a good way. Yeah, there, there are some of you in the fandom now, when you when you watch a guy from like his days in ROH or in the indie days and they finally make it big in WWE, you feel that attachment to that 
uh, wrestler, right? Grayson Waller is that guy for me since I've been following him even before he even made it to NXT. So, like, I, I have such a strong investment in his career. Kaya sobrang happy ako with this. But let's zoom out here and talk about the Iron Survivor Challenge as a whole. Ro, what were the big hits and misses for you from that format since we saw it for the first time at Deadline? The big hits were, the big hit, rather, was that the action didn't stop. So I like the penalty box idea because it gives people an excuse to to powder out of the match, which is to say to duck out for a little while to take a break without, you know, faking the fact that they are dead for quite a bit. So you get pinned, you spend 90 seconds in the penalty box. So that allows the action to keep going in a way that makes sense. So I like that. The men's uh, Iron Survivor match was a pretty controlled uh, cluster F, uh, if you will. So that was also pretty fun. My big gripe about it is that 25 minutes is too short, especially when the guys are coming out after five minutes. So the match ends or the match really gets going at 15 minutes. So you have like 10 minutes left and parang you kind of want to see people rack up as many pins as possible. So it kind of felt weird that people were only having like at most two pins, two falls for the, across the board with JD McDonough having zero. For the women, is only one pin across a, a lot of people. So I wanted to see everyone go crazy and adding another five minutes at least would have been great for me, I think. Igao Chino, uh, what were the hits and misses from the Iron Survivor Challenge for you? I like how it's a better, more a better executed King of the Mountain match from uh, Impact. because they also both had the penalty box, and I, I like how it's a point system as well. I am going to side with Ro here and say that it was a little bit too short for my liking. It, the action got a little frenzied for me in the sense that nothing was allowed to breathe and. Considering that we just had the war games and each individual war games match went on for 30 minutes, I don't see why they couldn't ha- let this go for 30 minutes as well. I understand NXT is always a shorter pay-per-view, but for something like this where there are more people that need to have more time in the ring, it's better at least 30 minutes for each match. All right. Any other thoughts on the Iron Survivors or the entire uh, new match itself? I'm just going to address Leo here and say that you are entitled to your opinion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> otherwise, um, I haven't seen a championship scramble for real, but uh, I do like that this one had a real scoreboard. I, I'm not sure if the scramble had a real scoreboard, but at least you can keep track of everything that was happening. They, right. they, and they have something here. They have something with this yeah. time survivor challenge. It's nice here. They can actually build. They can actually build a, a pay per view around it. Considering that no one said in the war games, the right? So I'm not saying this could be the next war games, but I'm saying they actually are onto something here and can actually work with it moving forward. I just want to say, I want to be in the room where it happens for a conversation like this. Like, paano kaya nila conceptualize yung mga bagong match format, diba? Like, what are they, what are they smoking? What are they eating when, well, when this is happening? Considering that this match was a love child of two different matches, King of the Mountain and uh, the Championship Scramble, and, tama, Championship Scramble, and the Iron Man match pala. I don't think it was that hard to conceptualize. You just have to mishmash a bunch of different rules together in a way that made sense. And it did make sense. So it was 
I think that was a win for me that it did make sense despite how unruly it first seemed when you finally when they finally pulled it off pull it was pulled off in a way that wasn't confusing yeah yeah so props to everybody uh, from NXT for actually pulling that off in that way one last bit from NXT before we take our last break. Let's congratulate the New Day, who are now Triple Crown Tag Team Champions. Kofi Kingston also accomplishing the feat of being a 15-time Tag Team Champion, which, according to him, is the most in WWE history. Yeah, I got to see Booker T. Uh, he, <laughs> he, broke, he broke the record that Booker T had. I like this a lot. This is a lot better than breaking up the new day. If you're bored, go go down to NXT, get relegated as they do in in Europe. So um, it's it's fun. It's a lot. It's only great for NXT because uh, this is the kind of people you should be learning from. Yes, it was great that AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, see about other. Apollo Crews, Natty, yeah, those people got to go down, but this is the new day. They are legit living legends as well. Shepard AJ Styles as well. But uh, there's still so much they can teach, especially to the burgeoning tag team division of NXT. And they're here to stay, unlike the other guys. So um, I hope they stay for a while. I don't think they're needed as much on the main roster. I don't think that's a negative either. I think they just... They're just so good. They did everything. And as mentioned last time, I think it was uh, someone mentioned, I forgot who, but they're doing side quests and I'm okay with side quests. Hey, Gauchino, do you like the side quest for Kofi and Woods? Oh, yeah, definitely. Gives it, First of all, it allows the NXT tag, div, the tag team division to grow because it's a little messy right now. There's only a handful of tag teams out there. So I really like how they put somebody in a le- leadership position like the New Day to teach this youngins how to do actual tag team wrestling. It's better than just breaking up the New Day moving forward. I don't ever want to see the New Day break up. I hope also hope they bring back Big E for this. Kind in a non-wrestling capacity. As a side character or whatnot. Because he is a former NXT champion. The first one, in fact. Sorry, second one. Yeah. So, addition to the history of the new day. All right. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. As Janelle brings up, now Briggs and Jensen suddenly got a title shot just because they recited the Pledge of Allegiance. But I think it was also the New Day's way of just trolling pretty deadly, which is very on brand for Kofi and Woods. Yeah, uh, it's, it's fun. <laughs> Let them have yeah. fun. Yeah, I, I can't fun. complain because it was very on brand with their characters, naman. Chaka shouts then to the backstage announcer, not Mackenzie Mitchell, the other girl, for the Nanakihiraja that's a new day gimmick. When they're doing that post championship interview, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take our last break for the show. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about some AEW. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Any shout outs on Kumu that we have to get to? 
Not at the moment. Just keep smashing those hearts. We are at 3,505 likes. So people are still uh, tuning in at least. So just keep doing that and let people know that you like the wrestling talk on Kubo. All right. Let's talk about some AEW stuff, starting off with two of the members of the Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta, regaining their ROH World and Pure Championships at Final Battle. Ro, what does this tell you about Blackpool Combat Club remaining together as a group? I was way off uh, Final Battle (laughs) predictions, like super off. But okay, great. I guess I guess they're sticking to the ROH OGs for the ROH relaunch, which is happening next year. The TV weekly TV is happening at Honor Club. So you kind of have to pay a little bit for that subscription if you are interested in watching ROH. And I think this is a good move to draw people in ROH. It's a tough sell, yes, because it's another hour of wrestling that you might have to watch. But if you are a fan of uh, Claudio, Wheeler, maybe they'll even bring guys in like, you know, the JAS will continue to bring those guys in uh, to ROH. This is, you know, uh, this is the way to go. I like it for them. Um, Shepard, they're still going to cross over to AEW. And I like that the BCC isn't breaking up uh they're still my favorite stable and uh i don't know if brian is still with them but i like that these ogs are the champs again Igochino, did you get to catch final battle over the weekend yeah i did not see this happening at all now i'm very confused as to <laughs> why they're even together still join uh, the club bud the, well, but, uh, the, i don't know why they i guess yeah yeah well, now that Ro brought it up uh they want to stick with the ROH OGs. I guess, yes, that makes sense. But like moving story-wise, moving forward, it doesn't make sense anymore. Because it just fell flat for me. Like, oh, the matches, the matches itself weren't bad, but just the story is just it's not working out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of stuff happened at Final Battle. Now we're just really rushed throughout that last week or two heading into the big pay per view. The like nagpataya new FTR in the Briscoes, and we don't really know why stuff like that. But you know, uh, it is what it is. Something that did happen on Dynamite earlier though that got a lot of attention was the debut of one Action Andretti. So he was the guy who came in the dapat upahan lang ni Chris Jericho because he wanted to beat up a jobber because he was angry that he lost the ROH World Championship and then said jobber got let's go jobber chance from the crowd and turned out to not be a jobber <laughs> because he defeated Chris Jericho and now he is all elite. So I don't think any of us woke up today knowing who this guy was. So let's talk about Action Andretti with whatever little knowledge we've got. Ah, it was fun. People were invested in him. People wanted to see Chris Jericho defeated by a jobber. And this jobber happened to be good. That's the story. It can't get any simpler than that. And I think you shouldn't overthink it. because People want a feel-good story. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Santino Morello yes, yes. winning the IC title from Umaga. <laughs> That's of course, right. <laughs> of course, Umaga squashes him in the rematch. But Santino Morello <laughs> winning led him to becoming a WWE superstar. This is his Santino moment. I did not wake up today thinking that I Google who is Action Andretti. But it happened. And now the kid has a job. So congrats to him. Yeah, congrats to you, good sir. I, I would even make uh, an older reference and probably compare to the 123 Kid because Sean Waltman himself made the yes. comparison on Twitter. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So he. Yeah, this is his shot. This is one, two, three kid razor moment, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, I, I guess it goes to show you that in the world of wrestling, there are still some tried and tested good stories or good formulas, and this is one of them. And the people at Dynamite were able to pull it off pretty well. Yeah, uh, sempre. Um, there is the fear that you know, okay, this is an action and ready's moment, and then after that, we don't know yeah, what dark. else he's gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> dark, it's gonna be fun and dark, show. but you know, not you guys. You know, only me and Chino watch dark around here, so. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. Uh, yeah. Well, it'll be fun to see him do a squash match once in a while. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, congrats to Action Andretti, who Aaron Silao, <laughs> friend and patron of the podcast, is calling the third Martin brother. He does look like a Martin brother. So. He does. He does. <laughs> and he, he does wrestle like a Martin brother. So. He also does wrestle like a Martin brother. <laughs> so it wouldn't be surprised that he would be the third member of Top Flight. <laughs> Oh, pinsan pala siya, di ba? <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to our picks of the week. You guys know the drill. Tigiti some pick tying lahat. Chino, you want to start with yours? Yes, I am actually switching up my pick uh, because I remember the match that I forgot to mention last week. So it's technically a two-week-old match from uh, AEW Dark. It is Trent Barretta versus Anthony Henry. Oh, yeah, my God, so this match. Oh, good. He, this, uh, this match deserves attention because it was surprisingly good, and they gave both guys enough time to do their thing. They are both insane, so I suggest you go watch it. All right, Igaro, your pick. Before that, I wanted to address Ina's comment. Kada nasi AR Fox yung pangatlong Martin brother. No, mas tito siya naman Martin siya. Yeah, it's like a good ten years older than. Mas kaya dadamit si AR Fox. Even older, I think. All right, my pick of the week is from Dynamite today. MJF versus Ricky Starks. What a great match. Ricky Starks proved that he belongs. I just hope that he doesn't get lost in the shuffle again. Let him beat Samoa Joe. Let's, let's do that instead of waiting for the next big push. All right, my pick of the week is the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge for all the reasons we already talked about earlier. So I want to use this time to show some love to Mackenzie Mitchell, who is one of the unsung heroes of NXT. Oh, yeah. Like, like every backstage interview she does, all of her reactions, sobrang love na love ko yung ginagawa niya because she is the perfect voice of the audience. And I understand not every backstage reporter can do that. Pero si Mackenzie earned na niya eh. Like for yeah. some, for, I, I don't know what it is she's done, but she's earned the right to bite back at Big Body Javi or <laughs> at um, every heel or like Axiom. But when she makes these banters with Axiom, it, it, there's just something about the way that she bounces off of them that actually enhances their own characters and their stories without letting her just take up all of the spotlight. And for that, I appreciate her so, so much. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that on the pod. Uh, so I guess she's my honorable mention. Chino, you wanted to chime in? No, yeah, I was gonna agree that those those segments with Big Body Avi were gold. Like I'm surprised that gonna name Art Mackenzie Mitchell man, but good for her, man. Go get that money. I love the Mackenzie Mitchell backstage uh, interviewer energy. All right, let's get to your picks in the comments. Janelle shares the same pick as I do. See Julian picks. Glendale picks Josh Alexander versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Leo picks The Nine Lives of Vince McMahon, which is uh, just basically a dark side of the ring supercut. I don't know why. Admin Angelo also picks Josh Alexander versus Mike Bailey. Albert picks Andretti versus Jericho. Sino pa ba? Ina picks the finals of the World Tag League. 
Bishaman versus Aussie Open. Si Glendale, may pa-honorable mention pa. <laughs> uh, may picks of the week ba on Kumu? Wala, wala. I just wanted to comment on, you know, Josh Alexander versus Mike Bailey. It's fun, but I don't like one-hour matches. <laughs> like, oh, guys, yeah. come on. It's great if you st- if you have the patience for it, but a lot of times it's uh, it's a masturbatory exercise. I mean, speaking if, as a wrestler, huh? <laughs> yeah. If like me, you spent your time running back and forth from the toilet, then you can kill the hour pretty easy. Like, you know. I, I don't know Chino because like I was in a suit in a very hot place watching two guys have a masturbatory match for like 30 plus minutes that was not fun <laughs> yeah uh, it, it takes it takes away from the urgency if you can spend an hour wrestling but that's just me Mike Bailey is great Josh Alexander is great I just don't like the idea of hour long matches alright although it is pretty rare for Impact to do that so yeah, at least it's uh, a regular thing yeah mm-hmm Let's get some plugs. Chino, what do you have going on outside of the pod? Oh, wait, oh wait, yeah. Wait, Ju- Ju- wait, sorry. Julian wants to drop the match. I can drop the match for you. It was Mayhem Brannigan versus Classical Brian Leo. Yeah, Revolution X 2015. Yeah. We were there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> we try not to. <laughs> I, All right, Chino, what's going on? So outside the pod, we are wrapping things up. Uh, actually, I can promote but sold out. Na, so... Uh, sold out the pali. So, wala na. Wala na akong gagawin. LinkDR.ee slash Chino Supersize. You know that. All right. Um, I'm still giving stuff away on the radio in case you haven't seen my my tweets. Uh, 12 plays of Christmas still going on until next week. So tune in to First Thing in the Morning on Play FM, 7 to 10 a.m. Tomorrow, I'm giving away a an overnight stay at Alta de Tagaytay. Uh, I've actually stayed at the hotel. It is grade A, and I want you to experience that. So sumali kayo sa game bukas, please. Kasi sobrang ganda ng hotel na yun. Um, great for Joas. Great for uh, like your own solo trip if you want to spend a weekend to your yourself in Tagaytay. Then Monday and Tuesday, I'm giving away some some toys from our friend Dizzy Savage and Ano Toys Collectibles, as well as a watch from Watch Republic. So, yun, yun yung mga toys, or, uh, yung mga prizes up for grabs on Play FM. That's what I've got to promote. Ikaw, Ro? Diba may pa-giveaway pa rin tayo? Like, we still have prizes to give away, don't we? Yes, we do have prizes to give away. Sobrang busy lang ngayon, kaya hindi ko siya na, ano, na mount this week. Uh, next week ko lang. All yes. Right. So, um, my... Promotions, my plugs. Julian here mentioned that he wasn't able to go to Noche Buena. You can still get to watch the whole thing when you subscribe to our gang, to the Manila Wrestling Federation gang profile. Just go to it via manilawrestling.com. It is only $10 or around $600 for a bunch of coins that you can spend. You can pay for it via GCash or by credit or debit card. Uh, a lot of options to pay for it. So you don't have much of an excuse if you want to go catch it. manilawrestling.com Go check that out. Also, follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Champion new content, but in almost every day, it's just been knocked out this week. But you know, you can always guarantee it for, especially if, if you want to learn some history. So, you know. All right. Next week, we've got our last live stream for 2022. And then for the last week of 2022, we'll be uh, releasing a pre-recorded year-end special. So for those long-time listeners of the podcasting year-end awards, hindi parin mawawala yan. So watch out for that on the week right bef- uh, after Christmas and before New Year. 
Kasama na naman yung ASHs yeah. dun sa episode yeah. na yun. So, oh, yung buong starting five nandiyan na. So, yeah. magbabagsakan dito. Alright? So, watch out no, for, the, uh, for those episodes. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're checking in. So, they're part of the five on the floor. <laughs> Ayan. Right, right. So, there. Uh, watch out for those. In the meantime, follow the podcast at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. And everywhere else at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Siyempre, yung mga five-star ratings on Spotify go a long, long way. Even though released things Spotify rap. Thank you so much to everybody who's been posting about us on Spotify rap. Thank you as well to our producers over at PNA for all the hard work that they do behind the scenes. Balita ko, dami niyong mga papremyo ng Christmas party ah. Labang ayuda dyan, mga babyface oh, producers. Oh nga, oh nga. Okay, Alam niyo naman okay. yung mga Gcash namin. No, I mean, hindi naman sila namimigay. Iba, iba it's not up to them, right? Ah, that's right, you know? that's right. Yeah. Pero alam na mga kinaukulan yung mga Gcash natin, <laughs> oh, guys. So, yeah, <laughs> sila na lang paringan natin. Um, follow us. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us everywhere at Rosewar, at Gina Supersized, at EML underscore Meister, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Keep your masks on, get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. And uh, let's start saying it. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Merry Christmas, guys. Good luck sa simbang gabi. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.